we're back to uh, whatever we've called this book series. What the fuck is this book? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, you know what, guys? What the fuck is this book? <laughs> I literally don't want to finish it. I, I can't finish it. It's, it goes through so many weird twists and turns, but not in a good way. <laughs> I mean, I know we stopped because our, our COVID break and uh, you almost died and stuff. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. But like, I know that like the last time we checked in with this book, we had only read chapters one through four, and we still had so much to talk about. Now, um, let me see. I think we're chapters five through seventeen mm-hmm. is what we did. Oh, girl, like, why did we do this to ourselves? I think we like pain. I think we hate ourselves. I've had this talk with you before. I think we genuinely are suffering mental illness and we just don't get it treated. We're masochists. masochists. I think so. (laughs) Like, you would think so much has happened from chapters 5 through 17. But, like, I feel like nothing has happened because I'm not even halfway through the book. No, this book is so long. But, like, you think important things are coming up in the story. And it's crazy. But then it doesn't go anywhere. Because it's also, like, the topics are so relevant for now, but, like, it's also the worst book you've ever read. Yes. Also, I don't know how I feel about... You know, this being from the perspective of a a black trans woman, but uh, written by like a white is, narrative. Yeah, white narrative who's cisgender. Um, also, uh, I w- would say he has some affluence based on uh, his background, which we talked about in the last episode of this series where like you find out he was an accountant. Oh yeah, he definitely because he, he did really he was well like, if you fail that he, many times you have to have had money beforehand. Yeah. And then he had like this downward spiral where he's like, well my wife committed suicide next to me in bed but then like I got into meth and then I discovered my Isn't it crazy that like someone committing suicide next to him in bed is like the first sentence of this book? It's not even like it's not even the it's most interesting even, like, part the of the story. It's, it's... That's not even this book. That's the mm-hmm. author's life story. That is on the back panel of this. She's book. like, and then my wife murdered herself. Like about the author. You're like, what? <sighs> Wait, what are our main characters' names? Cheyenne. Cheyenne. That is. Our mm-hmm. trans black uh, author or mm-hmm. narrator, and then is it Chris? Evan, yeah. No, Evan, Evan. Like Chris Evans, <laughs> that's where I got that from. Ooh, maybe he can okay. um, play so, Chris or Evan. Sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, could he pass for a half Filipino? I don't think this character even like- passes for Filipino, so. <laughs> Can't anyone, I guess, play this part? It's true. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes, they can. Um, ooh, they if they ever make this into a movie or TV show, they ooh, yes. Yeah. He actually is half Filipino, but is he blonde? Let's bleach yeah, his he'll hair. fit right in. It'll be perfect. The part he was born to play. Okay, so um, so. Mm-hmm. Evan and Cheyenne, they yeah. um, they hooked up. Even though they are strangers, like literally Cheyenne just walked into a random 7-Eleven and uh, started talking to the clerk. And that's how this relationship started. And, you know, um, now yeah. they're um, hooking up. It seems pretty they're, regular um, They're to the end. Right. Mm-hmm. They're they're interesting, aren't they? <sighs> so let's see. Um, we early on, I think this was in the first chapter. We found out Evan kind of likes to cross dress. We're not saying he is trans. He just likes to cross dress in the fact that he likes to wear women's yeah, clothing like, while uh, pleasuring him. It's like his kink, yeah. It, it is. It's a kink for him. But he does have a female persona, and that instead yeah. of being Evan, it is Ava. So when we're we're delving into chapter five. Evan introduces Cheyenne to this Ava character after he uh, he, he slips into some mm-hmm. lingerie he brings over after they hook up. And here's one quote. Okay, you can be Ava, a wannabe tea girl, but to be a real tea girl, you have to dress up 99% of the time in women's clothes. Like, how do we? I don't like that. I mean, that's not. Gatekeeping in this I place? understand that she is a tea girl. This is her life. But it's not up to you to gatekeep for others. Like, you shouldn't make other people uncomfortable. Like, it's a journey. Well, especially with, you know, mm-hmm. the stigma that comes with being trans. Like, you don't know why. Evan has to present as male. Yeah, I mean, he grew up in the Philippines. Who knows what it was like there? I mean, I don't think he even really realized. Well, then his dad's a a white military man that he barely Yeah, who assaults him. The fuck? So... Yes. I think that's pretty early on, isn't it? It's like right... It's before the, the court thing. Oh, yeah. He like, I think in the last few, my sorry guys, it's been months since we've read this book. We're just trying to tie tie up loose ends here. We'll give you a lowdown on what our plan is. But uh, yeah, it's just there's so many things that they're trying to fit in. Yes. he doesn't know how. It's to like tie he's telling story together. So many. It, like, this could have been a series for sure. Had he not died immediately after this book, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so much potential. Yeah, he like I don't want. He probably had like a whole yeah like, so much he wanted to do with yeah. Like, I feel like if he had had more know, time, maybe it could have been a series. But the then plot. he was like, I have to fit it all in one. This story has to be told. 
Yeah. It definitely could have used some editing. <laughs> For sure. That's that's what this lacks is editing. But um yeah, from that conversation, you get Evan saying maybe I'm actually just a bisexual cross-dressing male because he Well, he has them in the book too. relationships with women in the past, so Yeah. So Yeah, so in chapter 5, uh, Cheyenne is trying to gatekeep the whole mm-hmm. T-girl persona. Well, not persona, but identity. Even though, like, you know, Evan is yeah, I don't think- over here trying to express himself. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's fair that she tries gatekeeping. Because this is his first introduction into it. He didn't even know this world existed before her. How is he supposed to know he might be a part of the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just kind of thought he was kind of a freak who liked to wear women's clothing, but he thought if other people found out, like, he would be looked at completely different. And that's yes. why, like, he basically hid that life away underneath his bed. Come on. So. Okay, so from that conversation, we get him saying, um, no, we get Evan having to kind of prove his T-girlness to Cheyenne, and she's like, okay, but you need to be hairless from head to toe. Yes. And he goes and shaves his body in the shower. I feel like he has to be to like kind of I I don't know. I think the whole most of the Cheyenne, book is him trying to impress like, Shane. Cuz again, yeah. she's like his introduction into this. Mhm. Oh yeah, for sure. Mhm. His introduction to this new side of his sexuality. And maybe gender identity. We'll we'll get more into that a little later because it, it does come up again. But um, here's another passage from the same chapter after Cheyenne is like, go shave yourself. You need to be hairless. So a hairless Evan is standing in front of me. Drop the towel. Let me get a good look at you. Almost perfect, darling. But I bet you forgot one place. No, I didn't look. I've even shaved off most of the hair on my head. He says somewhat defiantly. Then turn around, (laughs) face away from me, I demand. Bend over and spread your cheeks, just as I thought. You still have a hairy asshole. (laughs) Back you go, finish the job. I'm yeah, I'm glad that you were like, you know what we need to talk about? This part. I'm so glad I highlighted that. This whole thing. This. Because I honestly, um, same. I'm so I glad that you remembered to write this down because I was like, okay. This <laughs> me, so like, I'm just so glad. Oh, that's easier. Yeah. Well, I um, I read all my books on a Kindle, so it makes it easy to like highlight things <laughs> and like, don't forget about the hairy asshole. To, you know, different passages while I'm going through. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, it's it's kind of weird where it's like it'll go through like the serious issues of gender identity, and then there's a scene where it's like you didn't shave your ass. 
Well, I mean, we already have like, that she's a gatekeeper, I mean, I guess so she gets to make up her own rules. I don't, I don't know anything about the trans experience. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. So that happened. Okay, moving on to chapter six. Um. So his dad is like. Because uh, apparently Evan has kind of just been holed up with Cheyenne for like the last fair, it's a fair three, question. four days. And his dad is like, where the fuck are you? And um, he finally goes home to, you know, shower and make, make himself presentable. And his dad was really mad and mm-hmm. accused him of being with some <laughs> quotations beaner girl. And he smelled like he pussy. Smelled like <laughs> Little did he know. <laughs> it was pussy. Uh, what have we become? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And um, this chapter is really short in comparison to the last chapter. The chapters that are long are always the chapters that have sex scenes in them. Because they get yeah, it's like vague. Graphic, but like everything else that goes along plot wise gets kind of glazed over. So, so uh, Cheyenne basically just drops off uh, Evan at his house and like takes off and says that was well. Yeah, you've only known each other Evan a day, a kid, <laughs> but he doesn't love. Me. What do you expect? He just loves his dick sucked. Well, yeah. no harm being a couple for now. Yeah. It's like literally been a week since they met, so. Yeah. Okay, moving on to chapter seven. Yeah, because that chapter was so short. And then they're like, like, goodbye. There was. They probably. There was a sucking scene and they went home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Cheyenne is like, I need to get back out there and, you know, go to work. And, uh, you know, goes through the whole process of uh, feminizing herself, putting on her favorite wig, gussing herself up, getting into an outfit she just feels herself in. (laughs) And her first thought is, I mean, good for her. So hot. Get that self-esteem, girl. Myself, like, yeah. I mean, definitely. Everyone wants that moment in the mirror, you know? It just happens for Cheyenne a lot more often than it happens for the normal person. But good for her. She's filling yeah. herself. She's filling her oats. And I imagine that makes working like, I look and amazing. selling yourself a little easier, you know? Especially if you're like, yeah. I, I look, look amazing. Great. Everyone should be around me, no, but like, pay me for down. my time because I'm mm. so great. <sighs> So uh-huh. we get into chapter seven and she's she's out um trying to, you know, make that coin when Oh yeah, her old uh, dealer dude, I think, right? Uh who she refers to as Porky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the old dealer and he recognized her and he's like oh I didn't know you were back in the game I heard you went to prison that must have sucked you know but hey I, I got I got some great quality product but like 
you, if you want some, yes, like show me a good time, basically. And she's like, you know what? This is oddly my favorite part it. of the book. Mm-hmm. Because she, you know, she she wants she wants some of the good stuff. This is such a great part. I have the greatest passage highlighted. I'm going to read it in a bit, but like, so, uh, we find out that Porky, um, used to be the dealer for Cheyenne and her boyfriend, Wayne, who she believes is the person who ratted Mm -hmm. her out and got her sent to prison for, well, prostitution and drug dealing, amongst other things. But no, 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 that's not what happened. What happened was, and Porky admits this as um, Bear getting hot and heavy after um, (gasps) smoking some meth, is um, that it was not Wayne who sold her out, but rather it was Porky. But he's just like laughing and saying, yeah, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, And what she says, these are her thoughts. The motherfucking beaner. Porky, by the way, is Mexican. All this time, I was sure Wayne ratted me out. Wayne did love me. Tonight, Porky, it's payback time. Escandalo. And yes, it's like the biggest scandal. This is like the... It's both the best and worst... um, Like... Thing that I've ever read, you know? Okay. So this is what happens, and I'm not even going to try and describe it. I'm just going to read the passage for you. I penetrate him, first with short strokes. Then, as my passion increases, my strokes become longer. The rhythm increases. Porky is moaning half with pain, half with pleasure. I'm lying on Porky's back. My dick is deep in his asshole. Swiftly, with my left hand, I grab his hair and pull his head back toward me, exposing his throat. I hear Steven in the background. With my right hand, I take the hidden single-edged razor blade from my wig. With one quick move, I reach my right hand round Porky's head and slice hard through his throat. While he's bleeding out, I begin to come in his ass. When I'm sure Porky is dying a horrible death, I roll off him Just onto amazing. the floor. And that's how chapter seven ends. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> yes. And that's but the whole book. You see what I mean about like, book. you you don't get really plot unless there's sex involved. Well, that's like the whole, this is all of chapter seven was they went and they fucked. And then she's like, oh, well, like while they're, they're fucking, he's like, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised. And you're I'm not even, like, like, I'm no prude or anything, but I'm like, did you out. Lord. <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, I mean, she just. <laughs> yes. And, you know, she just got out of prison and her parole is about to be up. Like, 
Yeah, she just she goes and does this. So like, in the you moment, really you know, you could have thought about this a little bit, but like, you know, she's very hot headed. <laughs> I mean, in that anything sounds like a good idea when you're smoking crystal. Yeah, but also she did just smoke some crystal meth. So. Yeah. Um. So I mean, there there was a lot happening at once. I'm sure I, it wasn't. I, I mean, feel like if she wasn't she of the right mind, maybe anyway. it would have happened. But also, like, she. I don't know if she. Uh, a long time. I don't know if crystal meth really affects her judgment all that much because she seems you know crazy either way. Right. She did just like bang a random clerk, tell him, come out and be like, I'm trans to a complete stranger, which you mean like, that's yeah. fine, but this is also like, don't do that. That's true. Mm hmm. I don't, well. I'm I not think even so. really sure when this takes place. I assume it's whenever this book came out. Which was 2014? Complete Stranger. So, I mean... Yes, yeah. it was more progressive then, but also, like, you don't just share that information with a... Um, yeah, especially the 7-Eleven clerk. But, I mean... You know what? Yeah. She's just trying to be herself. I don't know about the whole killing people and condoning that behavior, but... Whatever. Okay, um... So, chapter 8, it's the next time we see Evan. So I believe in one yes, of the first Yes, good few for chapters, you, Evan. We found out that Evan's uh, financial advice to everyone have a rich aunt and left him in an inheritance. you love. Yeah. Okay, so um, Cheyenne, I don't even know why Cheyenne. Yes, it, it's helpful. Um, so mm -hmm. I don't know why Cheyenne's even going with Evan, because she didn't even go with him into the building, but, um, they go to the bank so he could, you know, sort everything out. And this is where, um, Cheyenne reveals to Evan that, hey, I, this is what happened the other <laughs> night and I killed that motherfucker. Um, here's the passage explaining it. We're, we just, we love passages that have been highlighted because they remind us what happened. I killed him. He deserved it. He snitched me out. Maybe Wayne too. The blind fury I felt was scary. I cut his throat and at the same time I came in his butt. Rage mixed with explosive sex. Never had that feeling before. I kind of enjoyed it. Am I a sick degenerate? I was pretty high on meth. Gotta watch out in the future. Yes, the sex, Maybe that was the problem, not all the meth. Fucking. Maybe it's time to visit Papa. Ah. <sighs> 
Oh yeah, she like never tells him. They just go on and yeah. he has no idea that he's like trying to spend oh, his life actually, with a straight ass even, murderer. She didn't even reveal this to Evan. This is a thought. <laughs> yeah, she is just like sitting. Yeah. Um, so what happened was I so um like I said, Evan was went to the bank to sort out yeah. his inheritance and Cheyenne went with him, which doesn't make any sense because she waits in the car. So she is just thinking this in the car, like, I can't believe this happened. But here I am acting like my life is normal. <sighs> and um you also yes. She has like a brief conversation with her parole officer and they're basically saying, we just need to talk to your aunt who um, Cheyenne was living with to, you know, get herself back on her feet and all of that. Uh, just to make sure, you know, everything's good yeah, and then you're, 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 done. you're done with parole and you out. And so she calls her aunt to see, like, hey, when are you, when are you going to be home so we could go talk to the parole officer? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, she's, like, joking around with her, saying, like, mm -hmm. uh, I caught the house on fire. <laughs> it, but, like, being an asshole about it. And uh, she says, Chris, you idiot. Chris is uh, her dead name, but um, <laughs> I guess her family still calls her that. She goes back and forth, but she's mostly Cheyenne. She's like, that's not funny. You know my job as a traveling nurse keeps me hopping from one hospital to another. The money is great and all. And my I mean, that's a weird thing for your aunt to you tell like you. Living in Sacramento. But, like, who am I to judge your relationship? You better sleep with your back to the wall. I'm so horny. That 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 was yeah. I guess maybe I just don't come from a family where that would be cool. Yeah, you know. But, I mean, they have a very um, like they're very open with one another, yeah. and I respect that. But like, <laughs> also, I like it's like those Hallmark movies. And in like one sentence, I never had time to fight to settle down. Like, I'm a traveling nurse. I make What money, do you mean, the like, boy I, I knew in high stressed. school who now sells trees? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Murdering Porgy. <laughs> My god. Anyways, uh... Like, Cheyenne doesn't tell anyone about, um... Her killing Porky yet, so let's have some math. Um, Evan comes back from the bank. He's like, "Yeah, oh, I'm, sad. I'm gonna be rich," and they're like, "Yes, let's celebrate." Oh, good for them. And then they um even better. Um, <laughs> they don't have meth yet, but um, <laughs> they do suck each other off uh, to celebrate. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm looking through my highlights for chapter nine, and and then the only thing I have like highlighted for chapter nine is I fuck his tits. I mean, that's probably it. 
And I'm just trying to figure out the context, and I'm like, why did I highlight that? Other than I just wanted to make myself <laughs> laugh later. I know she stopped listening to it with her in the car a long time ago. Uh, I need to tell Natalie Montefar to um, not listen to That's this her episode bad. with her. Don't kids. do that, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, hey. Um, sometimes she still does. Maybe don't have your kid in the car for this one. Sometimes that's the only time she can listen. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna message her. That's the entire book. Maybe don't. From here on out, that's the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't find the context other than they were having sex again. I think chapter 9 is just them having sex again. Yeah. That's why I'm like, what do we even talk about? You wonder. Oh. <laughs> I know I'm looking after he goes to the so... bank, it's like they're still trying to get everything with the lawyer settled. And that's when his dad kicks, like, his dad assaults him. More sex, more sex. But then they're like, everything's fine because now we have money. And they also, like, kidnap a little Mm -hmm. Spanish girl, don't they? Or someone? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, he definitely like uh, uh, kidnaps a little. I, I don't. I wouldn't think that. she's not kidnapped. That's the wrong word. But this is how terrible this book is. He has like the, so the aunt them. has like this weird relationship with this little Hispanic girl that she's sleeping with, and then like they are like, "Hey, um, we're gonna be moving out. Can we just take her with us?" And they're like, yeah, okay. But like, it doesn't seem like it's a little girl's oh, choice. I, she's not She's not a little girl. She's not like a child or anything. She's very young. I want to say, I think she's legal, but she's very young. Yeah. Is she like a teenager? Yeah. Is she legal? Um. Yeah, it's super weird. I think Evan has sex with her. But I mean legal age-wise. Yes, they 100% do. do. I think To clarify, that's only... I think she's El Salvadorian or something, but... Yeah. Also, they refer to her as the little Spanish girl. Oh my god. This book is so racist. Oh my god. Anyways, um, going into... It looks like chapter 10 is like more of them talking about money and stuff. It's, um, Evan's dad is wanting to know, hey, why are these people calling? What's going on? Why aren't you disclosing Mm -hmm. things with me? And then 
um, Evan and Cheyenne decide they're gonna yes. go to Palm Springs for the weekend to celebrate this inheritance. I want to say it's almost like a drag and mother, also, but whatever um, Chey- the Cheyenne trans version her, of that is, is kind of what uh, Papa, Papa is. That's what his name is. Or at least what he's referred to. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. We find out a little bit more about her um ex boo, Wayne. He was yes, it's like almost half like, white, half like racism Indian. doesn't exist. Look at this dumb I've shit. highlighted this because um Yeah. The author has a tendency to um Fetishized mixed race people. He's like, we, yeah. we love culture. We love uh, POCs, but like, oh, but like if they're they're mixed with it reminds European. Me, I, did you ever watch bit, Get Out? So um, it's pretty. And you're just so, like, why couldn't he? There's just a be, scene in Get Out where the boyfriend is meeting the family for the be first a time. Bit white. Why is everyone? And the dad bit is white. trying to like prove that he's not a racist. No. Yeah, he's like, I would have voted for him. A th- I would have voted for him a third term if they would have let me. Yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of what this reminds me of. It's like, I'm not a racist. Look, look at how right. many different races I can fit into a book. I have a Native American character and there's an African American character. Like that's what this reminds me of. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. But, um... Yeah, so I guess Wayne is related mm-hmm. to the dude who's Papa. Yeah, I like to do. Or something. But that's, that's what how, I pack every time Cheyenne we go anywhere, especially on Springs. Who is this person? Um, on this trip, they packed a lot of sexy lady stuff. They even brought a supply of mm-hmm. masks. And but I knew like it. Yeah. Cheyenne says. We're uh, probably not gonna leave the room. Uh, and yeah, they're, she's like, we're, we're gonna probably be up to some freaky deaky shit, but like. So they, they, go, they, they go on this weekend excursion to Palm Springs. <laughs> but first, they gotta stop at the Indian Reservation. They red flags. And so this is when we get into chapter 12. And she's like, when they get there, um, there aren't gonna be any poor Indians here, so like, don't even think of them as poor. And you're like, okay. yeah. And then they go past the casino. Yeah, and they go past the casino, and the casino's nice. Well, but like, I've been to the area dead. that she's talking to. I don't know what. Yeah, he definitely like paints this weird about. picture. Like, it's just suburban of Native American life. Not poor. So, um, David K, explain yourself. Do we have to do a Ouija board? Yeah, I think, well, he grew up very privileged. 
And I would argue he probably doesn't know any Native Americans. Well, he, put, he paints a weird picture of all of these different walks of life, you know? So I would and say he just, just like, made it up. In it's, my experience, he's just like, no. And they were happy. Not, not like the Native Americans you hear about yes. in books. These are the cool Native Americans, you know? Probably not. So... Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they get to this place, and the way that it's kind of described, like, I assume they got to, like, this fancy place with a yurt. That's just what I'm picturing. Why There's would... no description here other than there aren't any... Why would um, they have a word in that way? Here. So, um... So she, they get out of the but car. But like this person just like, lives in Palm Springs. It's, hey, not, like, it's not like they don't know the beaches. Here from our home near the ocean to visit you. Aren't they from Oxnard? I mean, Ox. Because they're talking to a Native American, Natalie. They have to show that they're with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um. So what she wants from Papa, first of all, is to find out if her her ex flame Wayne is still alive because Papa is supposed to be related to him. But also he's like a mystic. So maybe she knows more or maybe he knows more. And then Papa says, with sadness, our brother Wayne will never leave prison. He will not be coming home. He refused to be the wife of a very bad man who was his cellmate. The bad man tried to force himself on Wayne. Our Wayne beat the bad man very badly. While Wayne was asleep, the man took his revenge. He used a It's also like just convenient for this person to have died, you know? Held a pillow over Wayne's head. Granted, this is a horrible way to die. Like, oh my Wayne's god. Now wails. But also, it cannot very rest. convenient because now he's like, and you're oh. just like guess it's okay that I moved on. It seemed like it was gonna be a light chapter when you got into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, before Porky's confession, like, Cheyenne, anytime she thought about Wayne, would basically be cursing him out in her head, so... And now she's like finding out. Oh, yeah, this person like has so many issues. It was all Porky, and now she's like, "My darling Wayne, at least I know you died." In but prison. it's also like I don't know about you, but if I wrongfully thought One that my the love of killer what who I thought was the love of my life you. had you're like double crossed me, and so I was like, "Fuck them!" I hope something horrible happens to them, only to then find out that they didn't double cross me and they were brutally murdered in prison. Mm -hmm. I would feel guilty because of all the shitty karma I sent their way. Like, yeah, I would, I would be in all sorts of like levels of grief. I would be like, did I do this? Like, is that my bad? Because I mean, they're they're Native American. They're also, and like obviously very spiritual. Exactly. Like, you can manifest both of them have to believe like that. that you reap what you sow. You know. Hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. And then... Mm -hmm. Well, just from this mm -hmm. crazy idea in the book, like... I would think so. I mean, like, I Look at this caricature of a Native American person. I can't say that I know, but, like, from what I've heard, that's... I mean, that's kind of what a lot of them go by. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yes. Oh, also, uh, this uh, was briefly stated in the opening of this chapter. Uh -huh. Baba is a two-spirited person. Mm -hmm. And um, the other thing they wanted clarification on, other than, like, where is Wayne is they wanted to find out if Evan is also a two-spirited person because that would truly mean <laughs> if he was a T-girl or not, apparently. Which, the fact that you made him go through this, like, that's super gatekeeping. But, um, they, they made him basic- I think they all smoked peyote and, um, then, like, a snake thing appeared in their, uh, while they were hallucinating. And um, Papa says this. The snake spirit watched you. He saw your courage and your fear. I whispered the question to him. I would Is also argue that if your two? female side wants to come out. Plus you just said your male spirit, strong, your female spirit, that's two. But your female spirit also wants its freedom. He said, do not be ashamed of your female spirit. Let it out when it's strong. But you are male, you are one spirit. But I would argue that would mean that he is two-spirited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's and crazy. It's like, it's like, um... When it especially when it comes to, like, And, like, why does Evan put so much weight into this? It's, it's not like a for them to Sometimes tell him. Like, you can't tell someone, hey, you're not so trans, much, you know? because it's... So, like... Yeah. What is this bullshit? <laughs> uh. Anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, why is... Why is Cheyenne so against him being Ava? Like, is it her own... Yeah, that's that's for him to figure Internalized. You know? Yeah, like, maybe it's just internalized homophobia. Where Ava, she's like, I don't want to be with a trans person, so you can't be. Every now and again. But, yeah, I don't know. That's what I... Well, that's what I kind of feel like it is, because she's, be, like, very aggressive about it, this. She, for all we know, it's, like, a jealousy thing. Like, why are they gatekeeping? Maybe. That would make sense. That would make this a lot more deeply layered, so... Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. And uh, after they figure this out, Cheyenne's like, hey, baby, um, Evan, please go sit in the car. I need to have a private conversation with Papa. And um, they talk about the incident with Porky because, of course, Papa, being the all-seeing person that he is, already knows 
Um, and she wanted to know if Wayne's spirit knew about uh, the Porky thing. I mean, convenient. And so he says, I visited with Wayne's spirit. I learned that at the moment of the kill, you were invaded by that spirit. It took over you and blinded you with rage against the man you call Porky. It screamed for revenge. That's all you could hear. You killed for that spirit, not for yourself. Then to please the spirit. Okay. You so they're both the man's well, mortal body by Papa is too spirited. His bowels. Wayne's spirit is Cheyenne is trans. Fear not, little Why brother. Why did you will Papa never call again her act out those urges? Brother. Be at peace. Little brother. With those That's words, weird. Papa also, like, also convenient. House. Be I like, oh, it wasn't you. It was heaven. Wayne's spirit killed them. You're off the hook. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Little brother. I don't know. Yeah. And then So it's like, yeah, you don't have to have a guilty conscience about it. And then I don't know, the fact that Cheyenne has already been gatekeeping the T girl trans thing and then Papa calls her little brother and you're like, wait, what? Oh, it went up in arms. It, it would have been like, um, what is this? It's not adding up for me. But okay. It's not my book, I guess. How are more... Well, I mean, granted, this is a probably mm -hmm. like a self-published book. Where we all go. So not a lot of people know about it. But, like, if people knew about it, they would be mad. Yeah. Um... So, from there, this is chapter 13. Evan and Cheyenne... They Which is insane. <laughs> to, you know, for sustenance. Why not? Um, and they're being very- I mean, true, but like- each other. To the they're not going where, to like, applaud you. Gays that are also there saw them like smooching and then they like applauded them smooching because they're like, oh, how cute. Like, look at yeah. you guys. And, um, granted, this is Palm Springs. There's gays everywhere. Nobody yeah, you're just cares. like, I'm just trying to eat at IHOP. This isn't the place for this. Like, if Fuck, anything, I would expect food. one of them to throw, like, an orange their way and be like, Hey. Hey. Go, go to your hotel room. <laughs> Stop it. We're trying to have a nice brunch at IHOP. Mm -hmm. And then, um, there we go. So they're finishing their meal after, you know, they've been making out and eating. And then the group of gays that applauded them uh, <laughs> for being lovey-dovey, uh, they go by to pay. And one of the gays is like, you know, you guys are like really beautiful together. And then... Evan is like, you know what? You're beautiful too. And basically um, invites this this boy to join them in some sexual escapades back in their hotel room. Um, but like it I, 
it kind of worked out that this boy he um he worked at that hotel and this all happened because um he was Evan was like at first oh do you know where this hotel is and he's like oh I work at that hotel as a masseuse he's like oh um can you show us how to get there he's like yeah um I'll ride with you and then they end up at the hotel and um that's what happens which sounds also crazy Mm -hmm. but um from reading this like all parties seem like they're down right yeah you you think it's gonna go all good yeah, I would think so. But <sighs> would I be alarmed? Yes, it doesn't it doesn't go exactly the way you think, guys. No, it does not because uh chapter 14 comes up and everybody hooks up and then um Cheyenne brings out the crystal meth and she's like finally like Evan, it's time for you to try it. It'll make you feel great. Which weird time Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe not the time when you're about to have like a threesome to also mm-hmm. be experiment the first time with crystal meth. Just my opinion. I don't know if you all feel differently. Let us know. And so um, things are getting hot and heavy, but then Cheyenne just like starts to not feel feel like she's in it, and then she like realizes like Evan. And what's this guy's name? AJ are like really into each other. And she gets mad to the point where she's like, okay, AJ, bye boy. And like shoves him out of the room. Yeah, she's like, um, fine. Like, I'll see you guys. And then Evan gets mad because he's like, bitch, you just cock blocked me. Like, the fuck? And yeah, it's, it's not good. This is like their first real fight. But, um, yeah, it's not good. Like, they go to they go to bed mad, which you should never... You should never go to bed mad. That was their first you, mistake. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're already on chapter 15. Literally, it's all just sex and then little plops of plot in between. Mm-hmm. And, um... Let's see what happens. Chapter 15. I'm groggy with sleep. Do you care, Evan? Last night you really pissed me off. I lost it, Evan. Why did you cock block me? Basically, Cheyenne thinks that Evan cock blocked her because he was hogging AJ. And is AJ so important to you that you wanted him just for yourself and risked our relationship? Evan is looking at me. His head propped up on his elbow. Don't talk crazy, Evan says. AJ's my first fling. I didn't cock block you. I don't even know what that means. Bullshit. Everyone knows what that means. Straight, gay, bi, literally everyone. Everyone knows what that means. You're so full of shit. I thought you agreed when I I don't even know. I don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) Fuck you. You know what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Rude. He's like, I don't even know what it means. I thought you agreed when I asked you if we were through partying. You became insane, throwing things at me, cursing and screaming. I hope it was just the drugs. You were scary. Please believe me. I would never insult you. And then 
I would say because like the way she reacted, it's basically giving Cheyenne the angry black woman persona. So again, David K, why with the stereotypes? Yeah. Like the fuck. Do better. If you if you supposedly did your research and know these people in real life, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Or basing them off like give give me layered people. Not Yeah, scary. I don't want yeah, just like two-dimensional characters. I want to know these characters. <sighs> For real. And so uh, Cheyenne and Evan are basically they uh, giving they're giving each other the quiet treatment in their hotel room, kind of trying to recover from the day before. I mean, there was drugs involved, so they're a little, mm-hmm. you know, fe- not feeling it. But uh, Cheyenne took a nap. And when she wakes up, uh, she realizes AJ's there on the bed, and he and Evan are back at it. And you're like, "What the fuck? Didn't you guys just fight over this? Why would he? Why would he bring him in?" Yeah, you're like, "You're so stupid." And so Evan is blowing AJ, and then AJ sees them. Uh, AJ sees Cheyenne looking at them. And she's like, hey, the, the angry person from last night is now awake. Please stop. It's like, oh. And then Evan is like, do you mind? Which you don't you don't tell an angry person this already. Also, like, this is a person that you love. Supposedly. Supposedly. That, you that is your significant other. And you're like, hey, um... I'm trying to fuck this guy. Like, can you go out of the room or something? You're killing the vibe. Uh-huh. And then uh, when Evan realizes that she's mad again because the same issue and Evan and her talking, he's like, why are you mad? I, I wanted a, some privacy because I was warming him up for you. Uh-huh. So you could get uh-huh. him. And you're like... What? You're like, first of all, Evan, you're a fucking terrible liar. I feel like this could have been avoided if they just spoke to each other. Yeah. We're like, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to go about it. I'm going to get them hard for you and then you could have fun. Yeah. Um, And then this is my favorite line in this book. <laughs> this is in all caps. Group sex is best enjoyed with even numbers. Odd numbers should be avoided. Um, if that was a rule, why didn't you say that first? You all knew what was happening when you picked up this random stranger at IHOP. There was, there were other gays with that random stranger at IHOP. Mm-hmm. You could have, you could have asked one of them. Yoo-hoo. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the chapter, uh, everything is fine because they kick out AJ, and then they just have sex and mm-hmm, uh, they mm-hmm. made up it's it's perfectly fine um then ugh. in chapter 16 they just basically talk about everything they want to buy with Evan's inheritance money <laughs> and um one of them is just Cheyenne wants like some really like good boobs. Yeah. And Evan says, of course, I'm going to get you that. The nice round soft ones with the pop-up nipples I can suck. Maybe (laughs) even an ass lift and laser hair removal. 
And then she's like, what's wrong with my ass? And she, uh, she's insulted. Um, I would um, be too. I'd be like, um, excuse you. Evan is like, after we party, honey, your ass is always dragging. And you're like, excuse you, excuse you. You were just introduced to this world yesterday and you're acting like this. Sit the fuck down. Yeah. And anyways, that's where I stopped reading. <laughs> um, yeah, so this book is too much for me. Yeah, I read a little farther. Um, I read to like when they get the lawyers and then they're all they're having sex with their lawyers they and they're trying sex to with their lawyers. Yeah, and they try to they try to buy a house in West Hollywood. I mean, I would love a house in West Hollywood. I would too. Like that sounds amazing. I would definitely move there, but like it's weird. And then the dad is trying to like steal the money. It sounds terrible. Yeah. But, see, my big thing is, like, every issue just magically works itself out every yeah. single time. Like, if it's not, like, if the issue isn't worked out by the end of the chapter, it's the next chapter. It'll yeah. be over. Um, so, yeah, I got to chapter 17, which is only, like, 14% of the book, and I'm really frustrated. Um, this is... Like, this wasn't my plan from the, the beginning of reading this, but I don't think we're going to be finishing this book. Oh, bail? Yeah, we're bailing. Bail? Bail? Bail. bail. Let, let's go. We're, we're going to bail. Um, brunch? We're going to bail. Yeah, brunch. Let's go. <laughs> like, we could magically go to brunch. Oh, my God. I wish. <laughs> at midnight. That's uh, the best time for brunch. Yeah. Actually, do you want to go to brunch tomorrow? Ooh, yeah. Have like a picnic brunch. <gasps> we can go get that cheese. <gasps> oh my god, that sounds good. Anyways. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry if you're invested with this series. Probably not, because the last episode was in May and I've heard nothing about Um, none of you have one. contacted any of us, so you to don't get to say fair, anything. We're not a popular podcast, <laughs> but me and Natalie have uh, other other fish to fry and by that I mean we want to move on to the Twilight series because yes. last week Midnight Sun which is basically Twilight from Edward's perspective was released and um, being the uh, Twilighters that we are uh, we need to fucking read it I can't wait to look at it as now an adult exactly um, I'm very invested in Twilight TikTok as it is, so <laughs> I'm just, I'm so hyped. Uh, so this is the game plan. This is mostly because we can't get a hold of Midnight Sun immediately because mm -hmm. it is sold out everywhere. Yeah, because we were not the only people that love Twilight, so. Like, literally every time, like, we've gone to Target or checked on Amazon, it's always been sold out. Like, the first time we went to target to look for it another lady was there in the book section she's like you're looking for midnight sun too huh and we're like yes how did you read us like that um because we're early we're 30 same. like late 20s early 30s in a target book section there's nothing else we could be looking for that's true 
Um, so we're going to be reading Twilight first and then from there going into Midnight Sun. Uh, we would like to do the whole series and um, basically instead of... Is Midnight Sun the entire series as one book? No, it's just Twilight. Are you sure? Because it's a big ass book. It's like 600 pages. I think it's bigger than Twilight. Um, Edward has more thoughts because he doesn't sleep. Mmm. There's such a big brain. Twilight is, um, Bella just wondering, why doesn't he like me? Why would every other boy in the city for some reason also, love me? This book came out. Stephanie Meyer, I think, last year, the year before that, came out with a book where she basically uh, gender flipped both, like, all the characters and wrote, a, like, the same story. Would anyone want us to read that, too? I don't know how invested people are, but, um,. Maybe at the end of it, we'll we'll get into it. I think we definitely have to strike where the iron is hot for this one. Yeah, that's why we're jumping into it. So I'm going to start doing um, weekly posts of this. So on Wednesdays, we'll be posting our regular podcast. And on Fridays, we'll be posting this bonus podcast. So you could tune in if you want. You could ignore You're welcome, it. everyone. Because uh, content, guys. We do this for you. Mm -hmm. And for you, I mean, it's just for me. Yeah, it's for fun. (sighs) But you you guys don't know how much I fucking love Twilight. But I also (laughs) hate it since I look back on it as an adult now. Yes. Because you know we were like, we were... We were super into it. We were those Um, people. Like, to the point where Natalie and I, uh, when we found out the first Twilight movie was being filmed in, like, somewhere near Los Angeles, we we tracked it down and went to the set. We Um, did. We went to the set. Fuck you, Taylor Lautner. You took my parking spot. I'll never forgive you. Taylor Lautner was not even filming that day because it was rude. Like one part of the movie, but he decided to come by to say hi to everyone. I was clearly waiting for that spot. Mm -hmm. Clearly, I had been there. And then he just fucking took it like he mattered. He didn't even matter yet. No! They were filming the hotel scene there. Mm hmm. So all of his scenes were done. So I don't yes. know. Um, and then they filmed the Arizona scene there. So he wasn't even in either. Yeah. Ruth. Um, we we met Robert Pattinson and he was like, I'm burning up. And Natalie's like, oh, we have sunscreen. I left the sunscreen in the car. You guys should have seen the shame on Sophie's face when she realized we didn't have sunscreen. I thought she was going to kill herself. <laughs> If there was a cliff nearby. <laughs> uh, anyways, so that's coming up. Hope you like it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, David K. And anybody who knows David K. personally that ever listened to this. Um, the fact that he was able to publish a book is a great accomplishment. Yeah, I that's just, amazing. Just, it's a weird the, book. Yeah. Um, I would love to write a book, but 
I think um, it it the topic definitely wasn't for him. I don't think he could do the the, the their stories justice, you know. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, but I mean, he was trying before before all of this became a thing. So kudos, I guess. Well, when we first read it, it was still problematic. Oh, it was super problematic. So let's not pretend like it wasn't bad. It was, it was batshit crazy and terrible. This was only 2014 that this was published. So. I think it was. I think it was later than that because 2014 is when Stephen graduated. 2015. It's when, probably the year their store opened. Yeah, whatever year that was, that's when this happened. Mm -hmm. That's when the world let this occur. Anyways. So, that's us. Done with that. We've washed our hands of it. And <laughs> next week, we will be back and talking about Twilight. Yes. So, if you would like to read along, we invite you. Maybe yeah, that would be great. Um... But we're we reading will, Twilight first. We'll figure it out and then put a like chapter up so that you guys can follow along, I guess. Mm-hmm. We'll mostly post everything on Instagram. So no yeah. worries, guys. Also, uh, how many people still have Twilight in their collections? I have uh, purged it a long time ago because I've moved too much since I read it. Okay, so I had thrown mine away. I know that I threw mine away. Mm -hmm. um, and then a couple months ago, Linda brought me a set of Twilight books. And I was like, what are these for? And she was like, you let me borrow these. And I was like, no, I didn't. She was like, Natalie, these are yours. They are not my copy. And the books that I let her borrow are still at her house. So I don't know who gave her these books. But I have them now. So you're like, thanks. I will. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thanks, I guess. At the time, I wasn't quite, I wasn't super stoked, but I guess it came out. Like, it came out at a good time. Yeah, it happened oh, fine, because now I don't have to buy any set of these books. Yeah, I'm just going to get the ebook copies. I'm at this point where I'm like, I don't want the actual physical copies, because, like, even, like, reading in bed, they're too cumbersome. Mm -hmm. They're not even, like, long, long books. The text on these books are very, like, it's big. I might have to what? get the uh, the ebook copy just so that people don't have to see me reading these books <laughs> at work. I don't want to have you to explain have, myself. You have a Kindle, I'm an adult. The one I gave you a Kindle one time. I know I have it. It just charge it up and get it, and then you'll be good. Also, um, Midnight Sun is instantly available if you get the ebook copy. I'll do that. So, well, uh, that's what we're gonna be doing next. Um, Sorry, uh, we're quitters, but um, not sorry because um, who's going to check me, boo? Mm -hmm. So uh, this has been another episode of what the fuck is this book? <laughs> or what, what? what is the name of this series? I think it is what the fuck is this book? I'm, I'm going to check the Instagram. Okay. <laughs> or like what the fuck did we just read something like that it's what the fuck is this book okay and I said it's a new limited series how limited is it it depends on the book 
<laughs> we give up. Da, 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 da. Oh, to be fair, God. I think everyone would. This book is To be fair, nonsense. I don't think anyone is invested in this book, so. Also, um, I feel like we should be normalizing quitting books that are not worth our time. Yes. It's okay, it's okay to put down a bad book. If it doesn't bring you any hype or happiness... If it doesn't bring you joy, stop reading it. There are other books. There are great books. I mean, I I loved the amount that uh, I got to talk about it. I liked reading those... Insanity? <laughs> ...passages. But I can't see myself continuing on for 70-some chapters. Oh my god, it's so long. It's too long. Okay. Alright. Um, anyways, that is where we leave you, and goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.